I, I would probably guess Fast and Furious next would be Fast and Furious X for 10. Just maybe assume Fast X. Fast X. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. In space. No. Dude, if this if this series does not end up in space, all of this has been for naught. All of it. Oh, man. I want to see I want to see Dom put NOS afterburners on a spaceship. <laughs> oh, boy. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Reality Breached Podcast. I'm your host, Sergio, as usual. Uh, and with me, as usual, is Reed Walker. Hola, senores and senoritas. He, Hello, estas. I like, he, he seems to always just be here when I'm going to record. Can't get rid of the da- the, 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 the damn guy. I mean, who else is going to record with you on shitty movies? This, hey, 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 watch your fucking mouth. Okay. As you, as, as you probably realize by the, the title of the episode, we, we're here to talk about F9. That's such an appropriate thing that I, you know, we're, we're a family-friendly podcast now, so I can't. No, we're not. Oh. Wait until the new year. Yeah. Fuck nine. That's what it says. Yeah. Fuck nine. <laughs> so I guess let's break down. F9 is the brand new Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, it is the, the ninth in the the regular series uh that does not count the spinoff uh hobbs and shaw is that actually the only spinoff that is the only spinoff was tokyo drift called fast and the furious tokyo drift yes okay yeah uh, hobbs and shaw was called fast and furious presents ah okay hobbs and shaw no uh, now for what it's worth with my commentary my comment of saying tokyo drift i would have walked it of course it gets walked back because of the the chronology of things, even if it was just called Tokyo Drift. Right. Like, it's not Fast and Furious 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely not that. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, like, that's a really interesting distinction, because w- when Justin Lin made um, Tokyo Drift, he was very serious about it being a Fast, Fast and Furious movie, uh, so much so that all of the movies after it kind of hinge on a character not being dead yet Mm. so had any other director picked up fast and the furious four it probably would have been named like fast three or something and and tokyo drift would have been been considered a spinoff uh so what what so it is so it's fast and fast and furious too fast too furious Mm -hmm. fast and furious tokyo drift Yes. The Fast and the Furious? Nope, nope. Actually, no, the okay. first one is I'm The Fast wrong. and the Furious. Okay, okay, well, what's the fourth one? The fourth one is Fast and Furious. Fuck, that naming's dumb. <laughs> and and then the fifth one is Fast Five. Mm-hmm. And then, are, are the rest of them are numerical, right? Uh, well. Outside of Hobbs and Shaw. 
that's I I would I would stop before I would say it's numerical because well, those Fast those, Five. Uh, yeah. What's the next one? The Fast and Furious Six. Seven. Uh, Furious Seven. All right, it's numerical. Just just. And then don't. the one the one after that doesn't have a number though. Oh, what is the what's the eighth one? Is it not the, called Fa- the Fate of the Furious? Oh really? I don't think I actually knew that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say canonically, I didn't actually know that. I just assumed it was like faster than eight. The Furious. <laughs> I don't know. Just well, like it's something. Like the biggest crime is that like. It's the fate of the Furious, and the marketing team did, oh. not, did not allow them to name it F8, Fate of the Furious. I, I was just about to ask, so it's not. So you're saying it's not F8 of the Furious? No, no. Oh. Like, I'm, I know that name popped up in, like, really early uh, marketing for it, but mm-hmm. when, when, when the rubber met the road, pun intended, uh, they just went with the fate spelled out. I guess they didn't want to confuse anybody. <laughs> oh, man. You, you know, since you mentioned this one, you mentioned that naming convention of it. Uh, my lovely fiance shared a, what I'm going to say is a tweet, because I can't just tell look by looking at it. Someone tweeted saying, if they don't call the next Fast and Furious film Fast 10 Your Seat Belts, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> And it is spelled out exactly like fast eight. So it's fast 10 connected. That's fantastic. That is pretty good. It's not going to happen. No, it won't. And and I like that they attach on fast in your seat belts. Otherwise, I'm going to be furious. Yeah. yeah. I like that bit too. Oh, yeah. They're not going to name it that. It's going to be like Fast X or something. It's going to be something real fucking aggro and stupid. I, you know, given this film, given F9, I wouldn't be surprised because I, I genuinely think this series is, it is officially, if it wasn't official before, canonically has jumped the shark. Well, well past to the point that it's okay for them to. I, like, I don't for know. Me, if for me. I don't I don't know if I would agree with that. And and I can understand that. You you were on board with all the other shenanigans they've ever done and and it just doesn't affect you. But th- this one this one got me. <laughs> this okay, one got me okay. a few times. Well then then let's take a cue out of the uh debriefing and cocktails book here and say so so analysis read. Yeah. Um h- how 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 did you like Fast Nine, or I'm sorry, F nine, also known as F9, the Fast Saga. Oh, is that the is that the name? That's the full name of it. It it's it, well, well on the poster it's called F9, the Fast Saga. But the Fast Saga is not a an official like title. Title. Oh, okay. It's just in case you were confused as to what saga this mat this this poster was for. Right, because F9, Vin Diesel, other characters affiliated to the series, cars, that doesn't give it away. Nope. Nope. So to to try and just get the get some good out of the way, it's a good movie. It's it's perfectly fun. It is entertaining. <laughs> it's fun. 
It's got a good humor to it. It's nonsense. In ingenuitive ways to do things. And that is impressive to some degree. And and the acting's good pretty much across the board to, to me. Or at the very least it's on par with all the with most of these other movies, if not all of them. And that's all fun. You know, they don't need to be award winning Shakespearean actors. They just need to be these people, and they do really well at being those people. Um, I think what's his name? I I'm always, I always get their names mixed up with their character or their act their actual name. Tyrese, which one is he? Tyrese, the bald guy. He's the bald guy. All right, and considering who the, Vin Diesel's in this movie, the black bald guy, right? Uh, yes, yes. He's he's the bla- the blacker bald guy. The blacker bald guy, and so that's his. That's the actor's name, right? That's not the character. Correct. What's the character's name? Uh, the the, the character's name is Roman Pierce. Roman, okay. And who? And the other guys? That's ludicrous. Is it? Yeah. Yes. They, yeah. That's yeah. That's Luda. 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 Yeah. He's he's a surprisingly good actor when you watch these movies. I don't know if he really does anything else, but. I wish he did. He's like, he's done some stuff here and there. Um, but he's, when it comes to acting, he's primarily known for his work in the fast franchise. Yes. Mm. Like both of those characters, both those actors seem like they, they've got those characters down. And this may not be the point where it's solidified that they did. You know, maybe that happened two or three movies ago. I just don't remember. But either way, they're they're great in this movie. They play those characters very well. They play off each other very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 they both debuted in the same movie. Okay. Uh, uh, too fast, too furious. Oh, okay. So they're old. They're old school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I actually I re- felt like one of them was in the older movies, but I couldn't remember which one. And I thought the other one came a little later, like in Fast and Furious or something. Anyway, <laughs> everybody in the movie is good to me, again, with the acting. The only one that's kind of, I don't want to strictly say phoning it in, but maybe she just does, her character doesn't have much to do, so then her dialogue doesn't have much to say, so it just comes off unnecessary is Letty. Well, well, Michelle Rodriguez is not a great actress. Actor, She's, I guess, is what we're, what we're saying now. Um same thing with Jordana Brewster. Like neither one of them are really any any good at acting. Is, uh, is Jordana Rod- Brewster Mia? Mia? Yeah. yeah, that's Mia. Okay. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez just has she has a she's good with fight choreography. Yeah, so. she yeah she portrays her character well. Yeah. Right, like this tougher female character. And yeah. and I'd have to go back and look at any of the other ones with Mia. I imagine she's not anything special she's like the bad megan fox kind of looking character (laughs) and acting she's just not a good she doesn't maybe have as much range as megan fox does yeah it it, it really says a lot that outside of the big names in this franchise like vin diesel paul walker not even paul walker actually outside of vin diesel gal gadot dwayne johnson Jason Statham, like everyone else in this doesn't really have another job. 
Like oh. Luda, Luda doesn't get a lot of acting roles. Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster doesn't. Tyrese Gibson doesn't. Uh, even Han, as as awesome as Han is, none of them get a lot of roles because they aren't known for their dramatic acting. Yeah, that's kind of fair to say. Then are they? Have they really been in anything else? Are they? I I feel like you know a little more than just uh, these movies on these people. I think you look into that a little more. So I mean, do they? Have they really tried any much else, and they just didn't have success, so they stuck to this? Or can do you have much info uh, bo- on that? Both Rodriguez and Brewster, like when like when the first Fast and Furious came out, like they were considered hot shit. Say, like, hey, these hot young actors, let's put them in some stuff, and then they put them in some stuff, and it was obvious. Oh, 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 okay, they're they're just they're just hot. Yeah, and and Rodriguez, I remember from Lost. So yeah, I have yeah. seen her in more than just this, but I I can't off the top of my head remember her in anything else. And you definitely can't remember her for, from anything else recently. Uh, yeah, definitely not. Definitely not the last five or ten years. Yeah. Um, is I she do, like I, a? Is she a poor man's Rosario Dawson? Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not poor man, but like a worse Rosario Dawson. I would say she's like a worse. What's who's a Latin actress? Because I don't think Rosario Dawson is Latin. I feel like is she not mixed? I actually thought she kind of was. She's. I think she might be mixed, but I don't think she's. I don't. I don't think she's mixed with a Latino. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe not. Um. I. I don't know. I don't know another one that kind of fits her mold. That's in the same mold as Rodriguez. Yeah, maybe uh Penelope Cruz. Maybe, but was she was she action at all? I don't remember. No. Okay. Not well, real. sorry. We'll we'll get back on track with this. <laughs> Again, to say on the whole, this movie is perfectly fun and it's enjoyable and entertaining. The choreography, cinematography, all the stuff looks good. My whole issue with this movie comes down to the physics are just getting to a point where I'm just I I can't. I, I can't do it, I don't think. I don't know that I can go on anymore and just disbelieve it anymore. Yeah, I just don't think I can ride along. I don't know. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, I, and, and you know, knowing you, of course. I, of course. We, we've <laughs> talked about enough movies that I, I those little details that no one really gives a shit about because everything on screen is really cool – you very much care about the little details. Like now, how exactly do these magnets work? Like, like does, does it only, does it just, just magnets, con- bitch. contextually grab exactly what they want it to, you know? And, and well, that's the I thing. Mean, There's a serious amount of suspension of reality. You have to buy into you and you really do. And, and I want it known that, that you, you framed it kind of good, kind of well there that, it it all looks really cool. It really does. It's super duper cool, actually. It's very stellar. And if I could ever turn my brain off in the way that I think of things, it's great. It's very entertaining, and it hits it hits those notes. Because I do enjoy this stuff. I'm not a not much of a car guy, all in all. Mm-hmm. But you know the the vehicle in which these actions are done no pun intended, is good, and it's well done, and it's cool as shit. 
Like, it, it really is. <laughs> but you put these situations and you put these characters, these very human motherfuckers, <laughs> in this very human-ass, quote-unquote, human-ass world. And I'm sorry, it does. I, I have a suspension of disbelief that a lot of – that even in realistic worlds – Characters survive things they generally shouldn't mm-hmm. or what don't come, you know, come away barely hurt, whatever, right? I.e. I, the John Wick movies, right? Yeah. All that happens to that man, he's still walking. John, The fact that John McClane isn't just dead by the end of Die Hard is miraculous. I can go with that. But when you start doing this wild shit of like ex, of excellence of execution – and your body has just a little scuff on your little fucking cheek hmm? when you when you get out of a fucking quadruple spiral 720 spin wreck of your car and all you have is little blood from the forehead i get the fuck out stop stop yeah. just yeah just tell me your superheroes and we're done i'm here with you just <laughs> Just tell me you were you're from another planet. I don't care. Dragon Ball Z the shit out of it for me. And, and and you know what? I if if that's how like Fast Twelve ends or Fast Eleven ends, I'll <laughs> I'll be absolutely like okay with it. Uh, oh, if they're if they're like somehow they introduce some sort of mystical element into the series, and they're all just like these reincarnated mystical yeah, badasses. Yeah. <laughs> Because, because like in this movie, Roman Pierce, like Tyrese's character, was very self-aware that they do some wild shit and never really get that hurt. And, and I really appreciate that he says that on one hand, and on the other hand, I kind of wish they'd have actually and what they could have done with it. I don't know. I just kind of wish they'd have done something with it. I guess, and maybe maybe you'll remind me and they did, but yeah. Well, they. they it came up like two or three times in the movie, but it was basically uh, just a pitch for a joke. Yeah. You know, but but it's ultimately it is, you know, that is a plot thread they could they could pull. And in the next movie, they could be fucking superheroes like, you know, Vin Diesel press a NOS button and it like fuel <laughs> up his 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 iron heart. Like, oh, my God, his eyes glow and everything. And he just. Yeah. Oh man! Like that's the, the at this point in the series, there there are no rules. You're right about that. You know, I don't know if you remember in in Fate of the Furious, they literally had a a, a zombie car scene. No, I don't remember. I don't remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like like what's a zombie car? So so Cipher. Um, uh, what's Charlie Theron's character? Charlie Theron's character, like. Uh-huh hacked into the server that was controlling all the self-driving cars and basically turned them into zombie cars. Okay. okay. To chase, uh, I think it was Dom, uh, and, and, and crew. No, it wasn't Dom and crew. Dom was working on the other side, other team. And during that point, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, there were zombie cars in the last movie. So they're, they're really just trying to cover as much ground as they possibly can with these stupid films. And I've, I'm here for every single second, man. <laughs> I, I, you know what? For whatever reason, that made me think of something in F9 that I do have a legitimate complaint about. So this other stuff okay. I'm saying, 
you know, whatever. These just aren't my movies. They're not for me. My brain can't work with them. It's not compatible, whatever. Right? Okay, fine. What I do think is actually bad, though, and I understand what these movies are enough. I don't care. I don't think that's a good excuse. (laughs) I really kind of was on, I was on board with John Cena's brother character Mm -hmm. and what he was doing. I don't necessarily agree, right, with the character and all, but I understand his motivation. I get it. But he drops that shit so quick and it's just over. Basically, at least from this movie, let's just maybe F10 does something and does something with it, whatever. I don't know. But off of just this movie, it is ridiculous to me that that dude has been carrying around that animosity and resentment for, let's just say, Dom. And Dom is in his, what, 40s? Is he? What do you think? 30s? At least. Okay. So he's in his 40s. And they probably had the accident with their dad and everything when they were what teenagers, late teenagers, twenty. Oh uh, yeah, late teen, late teens. Well, let's see, because they, they gave a year. They said nineteen eighty nine. Oh okay, so what is that? That's like thirty two. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like thirty two years ago. Okay, so he's had, we'll just say thirty years, thirty years to build resentment and disdain and animosity towards dom and all the and all the the situation that played out and he's done everything he's done in the movie up to this point and then and i don't even remember because it's been just long enough that we watched it and only saw it once like he has just enough of a break from that situation and he's just cool enough with dom what do you mean (laughs) that's not how getting over things works especially when it's held resentment for 30 years my my dad won't talk to his brother and that's only been 10 (laughs) yeah like i get it i uh, it's 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 the ninth movie in this thing and you're you're really grasping at straws to to find a story that hasn't been told yet and dom's long lost brother like that's that's a ripe fucking apple it is and it's a ridiculous ass apple because he just hadn't been fucking mentioned for the other eight fucking movies. But okay, Mia hadn't even mentioned him, and she was cool with him. But so, so, but I'm with it. I'm yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. So, s- s- small side note: I happened to watch. I didn't happen to. I purposely watched uh, <laughs> Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious a few days after watching this one, and oh. in Fast and Furious. Mia's saying bye to Dom, and she says, how do you say bye to your only brother? And I was like, ha-ha, continuity problem! Oh, Lord, it's it's <laughs> true. I'm sure she could, depending on the time frame on how they said it in F9, I mean, I agree with you. I think that's a continu- continuity issue. They could probably just say he hadn't been in contact with her at that time. Or something. I don't remember when yeah. he says he was in F9. I think he said, I think they claimed that he and Mia were in contact shortly after he ran away. Like, I don't drove know. off, I think. But if that's true, then her statement is bad for continuity. If it is basically plop anywhere in timeline, then you could get away with saying only brother because maybe she dismissed him too because Dom did. 
Yeah. I mean, it's still a continuity issue. Yeah, it's a continuity issue either way. Uh, I, I guess she could be hiding the fact that she uh, that she did that by acknowledging, Dom, you're my only brother now. Like, th- this is... Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, you could you know? twist it. You could twist it that way where she's affirming it to him, but yeah. she knows. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's move on to three characters that I w- was very happy to see. Okay. Uh, and that is the Tokyo Drift crew. Oh, yeah. This will be all. Let's go with you first, because I, re- I hadn't, one, I hadn't seen that movie. And two, this this movie's my only introduction. <laughs> uh, let me try to let me try to find these these characters names because it's a uh, let's see. L- Sean Boswell. Played by Lucas Black, he was the main character in uh, Tokyo Drift. He is what? the this country ass white kid that ends up in Tokyo and has to learn how to drift. Right. OK. It like it's not a great movie and he is really, really bad in it, like aggressively bad. But you said some country ass white dude in Tokyo is learning how to drift. Yeah, that sounds awful. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I I love the charm of that movie, but it is not a good movie. Okay. Uh, but it like in it, you have him as the main character. He's basically supposed to be the Brian O'Connor. So is, uh, he's the, not, is he the taller one? Is he the one that I thought was the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, I think so. Yeah, he, he was the facial he was the white dude. Beard. Yeah, had the beard. Yeah. Well, what, when you say white dude, like there, I know there was him. Then there's the Asian guy. Who was the third guy? See, not the white? third guy was Bow Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, his Bow Wow was his name is Twinkie, and he <laughs> was basically the tech guy. Uh, for uh, for Sean Boswell in Tokyo Drift, uh, and let's see who who else was it? Um, there was one other guy from that damn movie, Earl Who, played by Jason Tobin, and he was the Asian guy. Okay. Uh, those three guys were in Tokyo Drift, and they were you know part of the crew, and 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 and. The, the Fast series has a really fantastic track record of reaching into its history and pulling characters and situations out of it because no other series of movies takes its like its past more seriously than the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, except for my only brother. Well, that's true. That's true. Like, it's very hard to – there's a lot <laughs> of movies here. It's very hard. But Yeah, they, they take their history seriously, not their dialogue. Right. They take their history very seriously. So so they especially the Justin Lin movies. I'm sure he was hungry to bring those three characters back. Like Bow Wow hasn't worked as an actor in years. And I'm sure he was like, oh, I get to be in the new Fast Fast and Furious movie. Fuck, yeah, I'll show up. Fucking cool, dude. And like repurposing those three characters as like this weird experimental, almost uh, Doc Brownian like car people car dudes i really dig that yeah i did enjoy those characters you know i i don't have the the attachment that you do to them and and yeah adulation but adulation adulation yeah yeah that one yeah 
But, like, but like, I, they're charming. There's fucking fuckwit characters doing fucking mad scientist ass shit, and it's uh, I'm fine. That's fine. They they fit in this world. <laughs> Uh, like the, it, it, it really reminded me of how they repurposed uh, Ludacris's character, because in in Too Fast Too Furious, Ludacris was just a he was just a car guy, like he handled money and he you know he made money and he you know but he wasn't a super genius. But by the time we see him again in Fast Five, Ludacris is a fucking super genius. This did did, did they just put that up on the character? Basically, or did they uh, did they put put breadcrumbs for it at all, or was it just movie two? He's just a racer. All right, cool, black guy racer. Movie four, it's like, oh shit, did you not learn about astrophysics in a day? Yeah, yeah. It, um, it, it was it was very very much kind of. This is what I've been doing since I was gone. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. I just got, you know, like a a third smart as Tony Stark or some shit in the four years of these movies. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's cool, uh, but 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 it, it's it's similar to what they did with him, and and they have a really good track record of doing that. Um, let's move on to my boy Han. All right, you you have it, Mr. Han, because I I think. I'll start here for just a second because I really don't have much with him. The only one I remember him from distinctly is the one with him and Gal Gadot. Yeah, that would be Fast Five and um, Fast and Furious Six. So I think it was Fast Five is the one I specifically remember remember him from. Whatever one he's eating the peanuts at the bar with her there. Yeah. I think. Unless that's in both movies, then I guess I'm fucked. He's always eating peanuts, so... Okay, well, he's he's just he's fine. He's he's just as well. He you know, he's an interesting looking and sounding and acting character in the movies. But that's all I have for him. Like again, not having ever seen Tokyo Drift, which I'm sure he was. I assume rather he was a prominent character in that one, not just a side character to Dom. Yes, um, Han ended up being Sean Boswell's like mentor basically in uh tokyo drift he taught him how to drift he got him into the underground like crime scene uh he was he was the coolest guy in town he was an american he was an american japanese guy who was living in japan uh every time you say he taught him how to drift it's just what do you mean it's a style of driving I get it, but is it such a style of driving that it's like, you got to go to Tokyo to learn how to drift, boy. <laughs> you don't have to go to Tokyo, but if you're in Tokyo and you need to drift, Han will be there to teach you. <laughs> Han's your man. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, All right. So so in at the end of Act 2 in Tokyo Drift, Han is murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that really throws the the, the plot of Tokyo Drift uh, astray because you know Sean loses his best you know his best bud and his his mentor. Han then comes back in Fast uh, Fast in Fur- Fur- the Fast and Furious Fast Five and Fast and Furious Six, right? Right. In the credit sequence of Fast and Furious Six, it's revealed that the person who 
was it wait yeah yeah in the credit sequence of fast and furious 6 it's revealed that the mer- that the person who killed him was jason statham's character uh deckard shaw okay and he died in a fiery crash in like a main intersection in tokyo it was very public any logical person would be like there's no way he lived through that crash you you, you don't say yeah yeah spoiler alert yeah but but you also have to cons- take into consideration Justin Lin. Justin Lin, of course, is the director of Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Fast Five, and Fast and Furious Six, right? He directed mm-hmm. all of those. Han is in all of those. He did not direct Seven and Eight or Hobbs and Shaw. He came back for F9. Okay. So Justin Lin, who's like, Han is my boy, uh, I'm going to throw him an F9 and we'll just figure out the, the story when we get there. Right. <laughs> uh, fun, fun little um, tidbit of, of, of information. See, see. The Han character is actually from a Justin Lin movie that predates like his, his uh, involvement with the fast and the furious. Oh, and that, okay. This is the one I think you were telling me about this recently. Yeah. 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 Han was in uh this movie called Better Luck Tomorrow, where he was basically, you know, working with high school kids, uh, getting into like crimes and shit. And so basically his backstory is in a different film. And then Justin Lin was like, fuck it. I like this actor. I like this character that we created. Let's just shoehorn him into Fast and Furious. And he's been in it, been in it ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, he's back for fa- for Fast 9. And, you know, we, we didn't really know wh- how or why. Uh, it turns out that the, the the shadowy nobody character, Mr. Nobody, uh, the uh, a covert ops leader. All right. Where, where, hold on. Where, where was he? Which one was he in? That's Kurt Russell. No, no, I know that. But wh- which one is he in? Uh, I know he's in eight. OK. Um, he might be in seven as well. Uh, let's see. Like seeing him in the movie, I definitely recalled him mm-hmm. in in F nine. But I was like, I don't. I mean, I know you're a character, and I trust the movie telling me that you're a character. But I don't remember which one you were in, man. <laughs> I know it was Fast Five or higher. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mister Nobody, Kurt Russell. Uh, that's Furious Seven, Fate of the Furies, and F Nine. So yeah, he he made his his debut in 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 the seventh movie. Okay. And he's he's really been a, a fantastic like plot adhesive because okay. he can just kind of swoop in and make really ridiculous plot shit make sense because he works with a shadowy government agency. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, we need to save somebody. Throw Mr. Nobody at it. Hey, we need to fake someone's death. Throw Mr. Nobody at it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's we, we need to get a message to somebody, even though Dom has, has switched sides in this movie. Boom. Throw Mr. Nobody at it. It's it's he's he's fantastic. and He's Kurt Russell. So I, I have no complaints. It's Kurt Russell, man. Right. And I'm down with that, too. I like Kurt Russell. I think he does a good job. I just don't like show us fiery death beyond human comprehension and ability to survive it. And then say, 
Nah, we put a fucking silicone body double in there because you weren't at the right fucking angle at the end of the day where the light hits just between the fender bender and the car. That's how we got him out of there. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why he has that accent, but I'm yeah, just... Yeah, that's, that's fantastic Kurt Russell accent. I'm, I'm just so fuck. I just... I, ooh, I, I just really can't stand those kind of deaths where, yes, I get it. There's no body. I get it. I'm sorry, though, but there's an exploded car. I wouldn't expect there to be a body because I see the explosion. I saw the entire events of the character being in the car, the car hitting something or whatever else it needs to do to flip and rotate 72 times and Mm -hmm. then be set on fire. I don't think the motherfucker got out. Well, the I, I think the premise is that he wasn't in the car in the first place. And and you're right. Maybe that was the premise. And to be fair, I haven't seen Tokyo Drift again to say. So maybe we as the audience don't see him in oh, no, the we car. Do. Oh, we do. Flipping. We, we we see him struggling to breathe in the car before it explodes. So it, that's a bit of a continuity error. But they also say in F9, it's almost like magic. So like, <laughs> again, plot adhesive. You know, they they don't show us exactly how he faked Han's death. Yeah, but it's enough of a wiggle room to say, like, it's magic, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like, man, you've got some magic tricks in your bag or something. You know, just just some sort of, uh, we're not going to really explain this to you because there's not a logical way to do it, but here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's really the most graceful way you could possibly do that outside of, like, reincarnation. I mean, yeah, but just I don't I don't know if I would have rather the soap opera style Han's twin brother Hun, who <laughs> got Han's journal before he fucking died. I don't know. <laughs> Gallows the goat fucking Vulcan mind melted in his ass. At least that shit would bring it in line into fucking make believe land, and a lot of this would make more sense. I don't, dude, twin brother Hun would be really fucking funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anyone who likes this movie and hates everything I say. Go, go ahead. Please. No, I just really love the Han character and seeing that he's back and alive. And at the end of this movie, there's, there's a, there's a quick teaser at the end where he is approaching uh, Deckard Shaw the the person who supposedly killed him in the in the streets, okay, uh, which like that's tension. That's that's awesome. I I, I hope that's addressed in the next movie. Yeah, and, it's and I, yeah, and I do like Han. Like none of these characters I dislike. I, I don't know if I made that clear enough earlier or not, but I just want to say it one more time. I I really like all these characters. Actually, I really yeah. enjoy them. I find them very entertaining, and they're acted well for what they are. It's so yeah. I'm I'm down. Yeah, and and th- and that's the strength of the whole series is the is the characters and their dynamic together and the fact that they have their back. It's the whole family thing, man. Yeah, these movies aren't about cars. These movies are about family. Yeah, you, you might as well just make this the Ninja Turtles movie, but car Ninja Turtles characters, but cars. Sure, People, human cars. Yes, absolutely. It's about family. Uh, this movie did not have the rock in it, but it did have uh, the character of Ramsey. Which one's that? Uh, Natalie Emanuel. 
The, was that the guy who was helping Cy- who who Cypher screwed? No, no, no. That's the girl who's from uh, Game of Thrones. The black mm-hmm. girl who's the tech girl. Oh, Masande. Yeah, Masande. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. She she kind of stepped in and replaced um Gal Gadot's character. Shit, she was in Oh, that was her. Mhm. The the British or Scottish whatever act the the European girl in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All, all right. That yeah. that just that just really caught me right there because I, I I don't remember it. I don't remember she had her had her ever had her hair in the movie like she did in Asthma Sunday, right? As the big poofy hair. Right, right. So I definitely didn't recognize her, and I thought I remember her being in the movie, and I was like, I just never really saw her. But then she had a different accent, different hair, and I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, she. Okay, she, good she, for her. You keep up <laughs> Sunday. Uh, she's very good in these movies. She has a humor to her, at least her character does, that the Gal Gadot character, Giselle, did not have. Uh, I'm sure they could have written it for her, but her character died off and she went on to you know, play Wonder Woman. So she's, there's no looking back for her. Yeah. Uh, but her, her portrayal of Ramsey in this, in this one was fun because she's never had to drive. She had to drive in this one. So there was a whole sequence where she's driving very poorly and she has to drive around all these dudes who are the best drivers in the world. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun fish out of water t- tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and she's, she's just, again, she's part of the family, part of the team. She, she's seems to be a permanent member at this point. Cause she's, she's been in them since, uh, uh, Fur- uh furious seven. I was just about to ask which one was she in again, but okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she probably would. They they probably want that quota, right? They they want, they got two good female leads and or female supporting ish slash leads and Mia and um Letty and they needed Galaga they needed Galaga Dote or wanted her so they got to put in Miss Sunday. There you go. It um, let's talk about John Cena. What what about John Cena? I don't like John Cena. I don't I don't dislike John Cena. It's just I don't think he has the chops to really be an actor. And and you know what? I can kind of see that off this movie, but I feel like he does. But I need to see him in something else because I think that offhand, this is the only movie I've seen him in. But I've seen him do other little things. Right. Like here, like the commercials and whatnot. And I guess commercial. Right, it's thirty second thing versus a two hour whatever that he's carrying on his shoulders, whatever. But I I like him on, on paper. He's been in a lot of movies. No, I'm sure he has. I just hadn't seen. It. I mean, how many of them are WWE movies? Not, not as many as you would think. Um, let's see. He was in Daddy's Home. He was in Block. You remember that that, that movie Cock Blockers? Yeah, that, see, that's the only one I could think of. Yeah, he was in Bumblebee, um, playing with fire, where it was a firefighter. Fi- firefighter. He was in Doolittle as a as a voice. He's going to be in the new Suicide Squad. He's Colonel Flag in that one. No. Oh man, he'd have made a good Colonel Flag. No, he's a peacemaker. The fuck? Who's who's Colonel Flag in that then? The same guy. Is it? Yeah, that the Rick, fucking, Rick Flag guy is coming back. That fucking yokel? 
Yeah. God, John Cena would have been a much better Colonel Flag. Yeah, jo- Joel Kinnaman is is Rick Flag. Um, what even is that movie? So it's gonna have that guy. The, so the the previous Colonel Flag and Harley Quinn, right? They're the only returning two then. No, there's more ret- returning. Um, returning re- actors, I should say. I'm yeah. Sure. Um, Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. Rick Flag. Off topic for a second, uh, guys. Uh, sorry. Uh, Viola Davis is returning as Amanda Waller. Okay, sure. Um, and Jai Courtney is Captain Boomerang again. He barely had shit to do in the last one, if I remember. Do what? I don't think he. So is this a straight up whole reboot? Like no, it's we... a, it's a sequel boot. What? The... So the first one was just Suicide Squad, and this one's called The Suicide Squad. Yes. But let's not get off topic. Let's not get off track. We're going to we? talk a lot about Suicide Squad soon, anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if Black Widow is going to be enough between these movies. I, I'm just. I feel like F9 is a huge hit. It already is. We know it is. Um, it is it? What's what's it made? Do you got you got that there? Uh, so far as of. Seven five. F nine has made a hundred and fifteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Domestic, put it in all of them. That's domestic. Okay. Worldwide. Do I have a worldwide total? I don't think I have a world. Oh, yeah, I do have a worldwide total. Worldwide total is four hundred and ninety million dollars. Is oh man. Yeah. Is, is that good total? Is that is that good? Like what in relationship to the rest of the series? I mean, this sounds good, but like uh, well, it's it's this? it's good regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to really measure it against the other ones because of COVID. I mean, do the other ones not have numbers associated to them or something because of COVID? No, all the other ones were released in a situation where COVID was not a factor. That's why it's hard to really measure it against their it's it's like the other ones. I hear you. So it made what'd you say four hundred ninety million total? Uh, four hundred ninety, yes. Okay. What's the highest grossing one? Let's see, franchise. Fast Probably the one Paul Walker died in. Uh, that is correct. Got around. Yeah, the let's see, Furious Seven made one point five billion dollars. Billion. billion dollars. Oh, well, that's its entire run, too, though. Yeah, that's worldwide, the entire run. Um, Fate of the Furious made $1.2 billion. Okay. Well, we're not comparing the right time frame, so we'll just... That sounds good for a start. Let's see where it ends up in the the long run. Well, and and, and again, COVID is still... I I get it. ...affecting ticket sales significantly. However... Yeah, but it's half a billion so far. It is. It's already to half a billion. So it yeah, it has good. done its job. Yeah. Um, it it also stands as one of the only film, one of the only huge box office films that was not also released on another platform. Oh, I didn't know that. I I didn't really think about it either, though. But I, yeah, I guess not, huh? It's only theaters. It's only theaters. Yeah. Is uh, it the first major release in that way for, since um, COVID? No, there's been a few like there, there's been a few others. 
that, um, that's not on another that only went to theaters. I think uh, A Quiet Place Two. I don't think went to streaming. See, I actually thought it did. I thought it went to HBO or something, but you, you might be right. I don't. Now that you say that. Yeah, I, I thought that might be the only yeah. other one. Um, okay. Because most of the other ones, like I, I, Tenet, Tenet didn't. Yeah, but I. I oh well, no, I guess it didn't have a. Uh, it didn't have a streaming release either. Yeah. yeah ten, it, you're right about Tenet, but that one, that one was just kind of DOA. Like it just can't. You know, came out too early. COVID was yeah. too. We just had gotten sunk in in COVID, and it wasn't happening. Yeah, it, it, they they really should have delayed that one farther, um, but I, I guess you know they, they they were testing the waters. But it looks like when it comes to movie go movie going, COVID is almost over. Like almost uh, over, you, boy. Yeah, you, you can you can have a hit movie again, um, <laughs> which which makes me really wonder about what uh, HBO is going to do. Or Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers has already announced that the rest of their movies for this year are going to be simul releases on HBO Max and in theaters. I mean, what movies are even those? Well, let's see. The Suicide Squad. Oh, I'm dumb. The the new um, what the fuck is the name of that movie? The new Dune. Okay. Um, there's a couple others that are coming out that are just going straight to HBO Max. You know, I, I see people's the argument, I think, and, and maybe there's more that I don't know of. You know, I, I get it. You know, people are going to watch it on HBO Max. It's convenient. It's this. It's cheaper. You don't have to buy tickets. You don't have to buy uh, popcorn, all, yada, yada, yada. But I, I'm sorry, man. Like, going to the movies is a thing, and I'm willing to... I do wish the bullshit was cheap, a little cheaper. Don't get me wrong, but I'm sorry. That's how you get that experience, and that's what you have to do. And I'm and I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, it's great that it's on it. I love it's on HBO Max after I go to the theater. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fantastic. So yeah, you know, they they got my money. You know, assuming I want to see the movie, <laughs> they, please take my money. I want you assholes to make it cheaper, but you can have my money. Yeah, yeah. Really, just uh, make the food cheaper, for God's sakes. They can't make the food cheaper. They can make one of them cheaper, then. Make one of them cheaper. No, they're definitely not doing that. Mm. Uh, let's see. Space Jam, A New Legacy, is coming out. Um, oh, I just saw that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other ones that aren't, like, big, big names. Uh, Dune. Yeah. King Richard. Oh, The Matrix 4. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Like there's there's some big Warner Brothers movies that are still set to come to HBO Max this year, so we'll see we'll see. We uh, need to call COVID back so we can teach these movie theaters a lesson. <laughs> I think they've been taught a lesson already, Reed. The like there were like AMC theaters almost went completely under. If they're still charging the same exact thing for people to come in and see the movies, I don't think they learned enough anything. Do you understand the, the business model of movie theaters? Yeah, we're going to ramp up costs so you can come see these movies because we make deals with other people so we can have these movies. And the way we recoup our money is by overcharging you for popcorn. Yeah, yeah. By like triple. Yeah, so 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 what you do, what you do is you <laughs> fire all of your employees. Oh, oh, and, oh no. 
and you do self-service popcorn and drinks with vending machines. Like that, that, that's the only way to bring those costs down. Oh, oh, that would bring our costs down. Yes. You know, there's always other jobs, right? <laughs> uh, well. Now, if that was a real customer service job, I wouldn't want to get rid of it, but I don't think it is. Yeah, well, it's it's. I know. I'm I'm being mean. I'm being mean. Yeah, calm true, calm true. down, service industry. All, I'm being mean. All of the all of these. Sorry, I'm sorry. They're jobs that could be replaced by robots. They you could, know. but but there are some jobs that we do need to maintain and not have robots at. Like theoretically, to use as an, or just use as an example, GameStop, Target, Walmart, cashier, anybody that basically is cashier and deals with the general public and does kind of a customer service role, those jobs do not need to become fully automated because people need those jobs to learn how to be fucking humans. <laughs> uh, wow. I'm of a very different, uh, of a very, I have a very different opinion on all this. And that, that sounds like a different podcast because, because, and honestly, we need to be eliminating as many jobs as possible and just letting people live. Oh, this definitely like, different podcast like if a job can be replaced by a robot do it let all the people who are working that job just live their fucking lives and not have to slave like over someone else's profits just so they can feed their fucking family oh man i I don't know enough about economics but boy this really has been an exciting ride (laughs) talking about this nos fueled fucking orgy of a of a thing you know Debauchery abound when 510 comes out, baby. Let's do it. And we didn't even talk about the spaceship. We were this close. To talking about the spaceship or ending? not. To ending this podcast and not talking about that at all. Look, look, I I just have to say this out loud. On a podcast, I'm not positive which one. I may look for it. (laughs) I may look for it when I go to edit this. Mm -hmm. But I literally said... I will not be satisfied till I see Dom and friends in space, you know, by the end of the series. And, and I would say that they have fulfilled my, my, they fulfilled my need Two two movies early. I think that really is, that really might've been while I did have audible groans and sighs that you heard before that scene, before they went into space. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think that scene really was the the lynch is my linchpin for why I'm just like these these movies are too it's gone too far for me because these motherfuckers should never have been in goddamn space. I can't go back <laughs> and watch Too Fast Too Furious, look Tyrese and Ludacris in the face and say, you know what guys, you're gonna be in space in 20 years. I, I have no problem with the characters being in space. No, and and for the regret, yeah, I don't care about them specifically being in – maybe this is not the same thing. I don't care about them specifically being in space. I do give a shit about this series putting their characters in fucking space. <laughs> when what this franchise was founded on is literally the opposite of it. <laughs> This shit has been terrestrial as fuck and needed gravity. I look, I, I saw the writing on the wall years ago. <laughs> and, 
and I, I, I'm just so glad I was able to predict the future. And for it to be in, like, a modified Pontiac Fiero, that's, I, I don't know. it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Like, the, taking a rocket to outer space is one thing, but modifying yeah. a car so much that you get it to outer space, mwah, chef kiss, man. I, is that the contemporary DeLorean now? I wouldn't even call it contemporary. Like the Pontiac Fiero is not a new car. No, no, but I guess, and maybe I'm using the analogy incorrectly, but just take take old car, repurpose it in sci-fi nonsense way to do miraculous thing. Oh, look, you can go in space in a Pontiac Ferrero. Fiero. Just like <laughs> Fiero. Just like apparently a DeLorean can go back in time if it has this. You know what? I, yes. I, I'll, I'll, let's give it that. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? We gave him space. Why the fuck not? Yep. Why the fuck not, man? I and and there there's a there's a small contingency of 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 Fast and Furious fans that are really really obsessed with the cars that are actually driven in these movies. As and, they should be. And it's like, oh, Dom drove that in Fast Five. Oh, Dom drove that in 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 the sixth movie. Like, some somewhere on the internet, I'm not sure where, but somewhere, I'm sure there's a wiki there, there's a, there's a wiki page being edited that that says cars used in this movie, Pontiac Fiero, and and then there's like a picture with a rocket ship on it, like 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 a rocket booster, like yeah, it has it has been categorized in space. <laughs> Uh, now, I, I do have to, of course, agree with you. The physics behind getting a Fiero into space, that would not happen. Like, that car would be ripped into pieces every as single, soon as they put a fucking rocket on it. Every single... There's not a car on this planet that can do that. I, I would, like, I would estimate there's a, You might be able to heavily modify, like, a tank... Okay, could you do it? Yes. I'll, I'll just assume that that's possible. Can you modify a road vehicle to be in space? Sure. I don't fucking know. It's, you know, fucking NASA's magical. I'll, I'll believe you. But can you just take any car that's on a lot somewhere in the world and put a rocket on and that bitch make it? No. No. Now that I think about it, no, you couldn't do a tank because it'd be too heavy. It probably... I don't, you say that, and, and I and I know what I'm about to say, <laughs> but you say that spaceships are real fucking heavy too, though. They are, but they're they're made of like space age polymers. They yeah, and they are, also have gigantic rockets, way bigger rockets, probably. Yeah, well, they're they're made out of lightweight materials because every pound is like every pound that it weighs mm-hmm. is a whole shit ton of fuel that they need to get it into outer space. You know what? Oh, my my cousin loves uh, space travel and astronauts and spaceships, and he's up to date with all that stuff. I'm actually going to take this to him and ask him that. Like, does a spaceship weigh more than a tank? You know, just a generic tank. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a like. It's a fun fantastic question. question. Yeah. Fantastic question. All right. Um. That's and and. That that's why like space travel is never going to happen in our lifetimes. Like like long distance space travel is because the the cost of getting a gallon of water into outer space is astronomical. 
because of how much it weighs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like 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 pound per like fuel is so ridiculous. Hmm. That once you're in outer space, you have to recycle your water. So by does, turning your pee into water. So does does FT so for the thing you just said for long long distance space travel, does that require FTL? No, no, not not necessarily. Okay. If we had FTL, does what you're saying hold water? No, no, because you would have to know that where you're going has another supply of water, or you would have to be really fucking confident in your ability to recycle your water. Okay. Because if if you travel, you know, three light years away from Earth, and suddenly your water filtration system breaks, and there's not a planet anywhere near you that has water, you're just fucked. Well, no, the thing I'm asking, does it, does the whole weight of your water and all that stuff matter, even with FTL? Well, does FTL is um, science fiction, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Can we can we cut this? Can we end the podcast? Are we done? <laughs> we, we, we danced around F9 for a lot of this, <laughs> and, and I, I understand that it's it's not your bag of, bag of beef jerky, but I love these fucking movies because – they're very true to themselves and they are constantly trying to one up themselves and seeing Vin Diesel be a bad actor for 20 years and us <laughs> and, and us accepting it for what it is. Yes. For us, allowing it, allowing it like we have allowed it <laughs> and that's beautiful in and of itself. And everything you just said is great and I'm behind it and I would pay money to make sure it continues to happen. And, and I'm on board and I agree. Yeah, yeah, everything you just said. Did you know? Last little little, little fact, little little tidbit. Uh, the Fast and Furious franchise is the highest-grossing original movie franchise in the history of cinema. So one more time, the highest-grossing original series. Original in series in cinema history. Wait, no, it's not. I think it's second to like Star Wars. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, now that you say Star Wars out loud, yeah, I guess I. If you were going to continue down that path, I would have to hear like the qualifier, I guess, for original series or something. I, I don't know. So like, like take Marvel. Like Marvel, everything is based on a comic, so it's not original. It's not a. It's not no. originally made. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When you said yeah. Star Wars, I'm like, okay, no, then yeah, sure, I could believe. Yeah. No, they hear it wrong. Yeah. But maybe there's some sort of like, I'm making this up to make it make sense. It's the most, it's the highest grossing original franchise made by a person of color in history. <laughs> you know, that distinction of director by, of color or what, or screenwriter, whatever, right? Like that's, that gets it into Guinness. I could have seen that. Yeah. I could have believed yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the list now. The top ten. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Star Wars. Harry Potter. Avengers. Which, it's weird that that's on there twice. But Spider-Man. James Bond. Fast and Furious. And and like you said just a minute ago, actually, now that, now that you've got it there, 
I thought the MCU or, or, or those movies shouldn't wouldn't be original creations. They're I mean, not. They're, well, this is this is this is the franchise's regardless oh, oh, of. Oh, yeah, this okay. is just the top overall franchise tops. overall. Okay. Yeah. And and I can I can see that where I think you claimed that it was a repeat with uh what'd you say the MCU the cinema the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Avengers. Yeah. Between me and you, I I would say it's all MCU, but I, I get I get where they're coming from saying Avengers. Yeah, I, those, I, I those think are kind of saying, their own, a little separate from the other ones. Well, no, I think the totals in the MCU include the Avengers. Oh, okay. But, but even well, but if it's you, independent. yeah, even if you pull out the Avengers movies as just those four movies, mm-hmm. they still rank number four. Okay, I, I'm I'm with it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Man. this has uh, been fun. I'm glad to hear you get uh, joyful about a movie franchise. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. <laughs> yeah. It's just happy. It's just good to hear you happy, buddy. Well, uh, the very last thing I want to ask you, and I probably should ask you this sooner because I know you got to go. Uh, how did you like? How did you like watching this movie in a D box seat? Bro, that that shit was ridiculous. I, what what the fuck what the fuck is this technology that is wild i'm real curious to see what that looks like in 10 years it was, just it's, it's 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 the technology is at least 10 years old well right but it's not overly in the consumer market i guess or it's only recently gotten to us anyway we are in the backwaters of mississippi so That's we true. do get things a little later but I guess what I mean when I say that, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not as familiar with Disney World and things like that, but <laughs> I'm waiting till these movie theaters effectively have all this AI, uh, AI and programming or whatever it is, and we just have fucking whatever, Pirates of the Caribbean, and we're in just these like baller-ass D-box seats that'll like lift up off the floor a little bit and just like kind of shake us and like oh we're going to space and that that's just the <laughs> d-box experience it's like you know not just a little like whoa, whoa, whoa. right it's it's these more subtle movements right now yeah but it's noticeable but it's not crazy but uh i'm waiting to see that it becomes an amusement park style wackiness I- I would I would fucking dig that. Like, what what if the next uh, Indiana Jones came out and whenever he went through like the jungle, fucking fog filled up the the movie theater. Oh, or, like, or or like he goes under a waterfall and you get spritzed with water. I don't know if you can really get away with those things or not. You, or at well, least the thing is, the, the, this is shit that's at theme parks. Like theme parks do acts absolutely do this kind of shit. Well, right, but that that's an expectation that's kind of built into the theme park, or you you know that going in, it's it's all kind of all these things are kind of built into each other. But at a movie theater, you know, you dress nice, you you do your hair, you you, you wear your nice clothes, you take a girl out, or you go out with a guy, whatever you're doing, or your your guy guy girl girl whatever, you just go out and you're dressed, and it's meant to be this certain evening, and I I mean. Dude, if like a little fucking robot hand came out and just like quick, quick, in my face, I'd be, I'd be like, what the, what the fuck, what the, what the, <laughs> you know? I'm sorry I didn't read the fucking pamphlet or the small ass print on Fandango that I was gonna get spritzed in the face. 
like like what if the what if what if the uh, the chairs were labeled like fucking uh sea world splash splash, oh, splash zones. Zones. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i at least that's letting me know i'll, I'll give you that yeah yeah oh, and, and imagine, so I'm not surprised. imagine imagine a jim carrey movie where he farts and you smell it Thank you guys for being here. This has been a really good show. It was classy. It isn't anymore, and I'm done. All right. Well, every, hey everybody, thank you for listening, um, and thank thank you for uh, subscribing to Reality Breached. Uh, feel free to subscribe to all of us, all of our all of our platforms. Uh, we're on uh, the Facebook machine uh, as Facebook.com/slash Reality Breached. We also have a Twitter account. It's at Reality Breached. Uh, you can f- actually subscribe to the podcast on any podcast player that you can find, pretty much. Uh, we just recently got added to to iHeartRadio and Pandora. Mm-hmm. So it just got a little easier to listen. Uh, tune in next time. I don't know what the next episode is going to be about, but I'm sure it'll be some nerdy shit. Probably Black Widow. That's Black the, Widow! That seems right. Uh, and as always, get the ransom, shoot the hostage, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Be sure to check out our other great shows like the Black Pocket Podcast, Shellheads, and Dead Scene Kids, all available on realitybreached.com. Climb aboard for adventure. Your traveling companions are fellow fans of Doctor Who. That's right, it's the podcast Discussing Who. Exploring the worlds of Doctor Who, past, present, and future. Find out more at DiscussingWho.com.